Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! If anybody out there thinks, I, I, well, let me put it this way. I can't fathom the idea that ESPN and these layoffs, and we'll get to them in a minute, would fire Jeff Van Gundy. I, I, you're not going to convince me he's a great, and I know he comes on here, so you can sit there and say, I, I, you know, and I've known him for 40 years or 30, since 1990, 33 years. I understand that. But you are, so maybe I'm biased, but you are not going to convince me that, that ESPN woke up, um, Bob Iger woke up in the last two weeks, looked at the budget sheet and said, we got to fire Van Gundy. You, because we got to save some money. If that's the case, fire Mark Jackson. I mean, why just fire Mark, Fire the both of them. Save real money. Bring one guy in and pay him half. If you really wanted to go out there and save money with your NBA crew, what you could have done is fire the both of them and then just hire Doc Rivers and pay him half of what those two are making. You could have saved the fortune and do a two-man booth. I mean, you could have easily done that. So you are not going to convince me that somebody in the middle of the night, whether it's in L.A. where Disney's operated or in Bristol or in Central Florida, that somebody woke up and said, ah, I found our budgetary solution. Let's can Jeff Van Gundy. You are not convincing me that of any shape, way or form. That is, you are not going to convince me of that. ESPN will never admit it. They're going to say it's our call. Nonsense. You, why would they get rid of a great team? That team is a great team with Brini, who's done a million NFL NBA final games. We saw the plaques presented there in Denver with Silva. You are not going to convince me that that team that everybody likes, nobody doesn't like that team. I mean, is it McGuire, Enberg, and Packer? That's special. That's an all-timer. It's also 40 years ago when, you know, those kind of teams. Is it Madden and Summerall? When I'm not going. In this day and age, that team team is as good a team as you are going to find doing broadcast television during an event you are not finding any better team it's you're not doing it all right uh, and I love Burkhart him and Olsen are not on that level I'm sorry they are not and I love the baseball guys Joe Davis and Smoltz are not on this level sorry uh-uh not a chance those three with Van Gundy's he's funny Breen's nut and bolts play-by-play, and Jackson, who can be a little out there, but gives you a tremendous contrast to Van Gundy, his ex-coach. You are not going to sit there and tell me that wasn't a hell of an NBA team that had been very successful, that the media loved, that had been on the air for a long time. So there is no way, shape, or form that somebody at ESPN decided, you know what, I got the solution. Let's get rid of Jeff. I'm not buying it. And if you think that's the case, then also get rid of Jackson, save yourself a fortune and bring Doc Rivers in or somebody like that and pay him half the money. Sorry, Mark, you're gone. Jeff, you're gone. Here's Doc. Doc, here's the deal. We're paying you $300,000 a year. Take it or leave it. What's Doc going to do? Now take it. I mean, whatever the money is. I don't know. It's probably more than 300000 but you get the idea. So that leaves me as, an, as, a, as a broadcaster and as a talk show host whose main obligation is to you, the fan. I could care less about anything. It's about you, the fan. Without listeners and without fans, there's no Chris Russo. That leaves me to the conclusion that somebody in the league office must have told ESPN, I want Van Gundy out. We all know he's biting. We all know he gets on the officials. We all know he doesn't hold back with his NBA opinions. 
He is very, he tells you what he thinks, which is what a great broadcaster is supposed to do anyway. And what is going on right now in the, uh, in the negotiation scenario? ESPN and NBC and TNT, what are they doing? They're all negotiating with Silver and the NBA. So if you're asking me, little talk show host, you may not know a thing. This is just my opinion. Silver is the one who fired Van Gundy. Silver told ESPN, I want him out. You want to do the games next time? You want to do the games in the next contract? We don't, I don't want Van Gundy doing the games. I don't want him knocking the league. I want, him, I want a pom-pom guy in there. And, they, and obviously, I don't want him killing the officials because he can get on the officials. I, don't want to, I, I want to get a guy in there who's not going to say boo about the f- officials, not say boo about anything that's negative to the league. I want a guy in there who is going to be a pom- And so what Silva does, and this is only my opinion, what Silva does, he compromises the guy who follows Van Gundy because Van Gundy is in a situation here where he can, you know, he says what he feels. And now that you have fired him unceremoniously, without cause, out of nowhere, that means the guy that you bring in to replace Van Gundy, if you so do, with a third wheel, and you have to. Jackson's not as good by himself. See, Van Gundy's better than Jackson, and Van, G- and Van Gundy could do the games by himself with Green. I don't think Jackson can. So if you go out there, you got to bring somebody else in to play off Mark. If you do that, you know, that guy is in a tough spot because he's replacing a guy who told you what, told you, said it like it is. So... I'm going to blame this on Silva into proven otherwise. And that is a very, very weak approach by Silva. And this is just me. And to proven otherwise, I'm going to blame this on the commissioner who is, you know, I, I, I don't know. He PR, pom-poms, maybe the player association, whatever the case might be. How do you fire? How do you fire a guy who's been doing the games for 18 years who everybody thinks is excellent. Nobody out there thought this was a good decision. Nobody. Nobody out there in TV land who writes a media column, who is on the air, I haven't heard, or, or you know, has a Twitter page, or wants to respond on the internet, who's calling in talk shows. There is not one person that I have read, heard, speculated, listened to, had an opinion on and said, boy, what a great move. This guy stinks. Get him out. Nobody said it. And ESPN is not stupid. Now, I know ESPN, you know, know, we get to these contracts in a second, but ESPN is going to keep people who move the needle. Van Gundy moves the needle. He's fun. He makes the game entertaining. He does. you, You can trust him as a listener. As a viewer, that he's going to tell you how he feels, that he's not beholden to anybody, coach, team, commissioner, the job he works for. No, not not Jeff Van Gundy. He tells you. Now you may not love him, but he tells you. But you know that as a viewer and a listener, you can trust him. And I know I'm biased. Say what you want. I know I'm biased, but you can trust him. He's going to deliver the goods. And ESPN's not stupid. They know that too. So that makes me make the determination that they must have had, and again, ESPN's never going to admit this, never. And they're going to deny it. If they ever had to answer this charge, they're going to deny it. Well, that's not true. How do they know? They can say anything they want. Anything they want. This is me as a radio host. I could care less that I got to give you my opinion that they were pressured by the commissioner to make this decision. There's 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 no other explanation. He's beloved by the media. The fans love him. 
The hosts love him. There is, and you can't sit there and tell me the broadcast is better without him doing it. The, uh-uh. Now, did maybe some coaches not like him? The officials moaned and groaned. Some players say what you want. Uh, who knows? Who cares? His job is not to placate the players. His job is to do and announce the ball games and have his comments that he feels, you know, are appropriate. And the fans love him. And that's all that counts. Because you're doing that games for the fans. And Silva, who I don't trust anyway, I do not trust him. I, because I don't think, because we've seen Silva up, I don't trust him. I know people love Silva. He doesn't upset people and blah, blah, blah and everything else. But, you know, he lets the players walk all over him. Uh, you know, they're very soft with discipline. I don't trust him. And so if you're asking me, Silva put pressure on ESPN. You want to work with us down the road? Do us a favor. You know, we'll look kindly if you make a broadcasting change. That's the only explanation I can give you. Because ESPN is too smart to make that decision on their own. You can't sit there and tell me somebody in, the N- uh, somebody in Bristol, Connecticut said, ah, I got it. We got to cut some money. Get Van Gundy out of there. And he's not making that much money anyway. I mean, geez, you can't convince me of that. So this to me, this is my opinion. Silva's got blood on his hands. That's me. I mean, that was a shock. Jeff Van Gundy? Really? They fired Jeff. Who the hell would want to fire Jeff Van Gundy? He says he says it like it is. And the only person that makes me think that it was Silva, they're sensitive. They don't want to be criticized. They don't like getting on the officials. So they wanted him out. And ESPN's in a delicate situation with the NBA. They're big partners. They're in a very delicate situation. So I think that's what occurred. Now, as far as all the other scenarios, let's do this. Let's do number two. Don't blame McAfee. If anybody's out there in Twitter world, I don't read to you guys on the Twitter in your mom's basement, but if anybody's in there in the Twitter world blaming McAfee, McAfee's going to make ESPN money. He's got a million, he's got a billion Twitter followers. It's a TV show. It's very successful. McAfee, now he's had a million jobs, which would worry me, whether it's Bleacher, whether it's us, whether it's FanDuel, that would concern me. He hasn't stayed put at one spot. But as far as moving the needle, and as far as generating buzz, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or just by what he says, and that's important, guests generate buzz, and he gets them on. So that's part of the deal. If your guest that you put on your show generates buzz, you get the credit for that. Not Aaron Rodgers, you do. You got him on. And that decision was a brilliant decision by ESPN that's going to make them money. You can't now say, well, that's why Kellerman or that's why Susie Colbert or that's why Steve Young or that's why Todd McShay. That's not fair. That you can't say. Well, they, uh, McAfee, they gave him so much money they had to fire everybody else. No, that's not fair. McAfee's going to make them money. Now, the one thing I would say, and I don't know anything, but let's be fair, and I'm not going to pinpoint any names. Somebody, the, the talent who worked with ESPN, they had some, you know, they had David Falk. Did you see Air? They must have had the greatest agents known to man, the talent. Because some of those contracts, and I'm not going to be specific, okay? I'm not getting myself in trouble. I do work there. But some of those contracts, once a week, it's not a big deal. Some of those contracts that they dispersed with ESPN, I tell you, I said, my what? That person was making this? What? I was shocked. 
I was shocked. And whoever negotiated those contracts on behalf of the talent is a Hall of Fame agent. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. And let's call it like we see it. And I love the both of them. And they come on. But to give Buck and Aikman a combination of essentially 35 million, uh, let's see, 19 and 16. What's the math? $35 million a year to do 16 football games and a wild card game, that's, that's good living. You know, that's good living. I mean, nobody's, and I love the both of them, and it's unfair to say it, they have Hall of Fame agents too because that is, that's, that's uh, uh, be honest, be honest. You're putting a game on because Buck and Aikman are doing the games. And Buck and Aikman, are, they're great. Look how well Buck handled the whole thing with the Hamlin thing char- uh, with the Bengals and the Bills. I mean, he's an alt. I love Buck. Nobody loves Buck more than me. He's been on the show a million times. I love the guy. But that is a contract. ESPN would get the same rating and get the same number of eyeballs to the sets if they were paying a guy a million dollars. A million dollars. So if you see, McAfee moves the needle because people tune into McAfee. They watch McAfee that they wouldn't normally do. Buck and Aikman do not move the needle. People watch the NFL whether I be doing the games. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. But the thing that came down to me, um, when was this, Friday morning, that blew me away is I cannot believe, and I will never believe it, that somebody at ESPN, and I don't know who that person is, woke up on Friday morning or go, went through his little sheets on Thursday night and came to the brilliant, brilliant conclusion that he can solve the monetary world of, of, of Espen by firing Jeff Van Gundy. One of the part of a, not a good, and well, great's too strong, an excellent, excellent team doing the games. Excellent team. So if I can't believe that anybody at ESPN, there's smart people there, despite some of the contracts they negotiated in the years past. They, you know, they they know what's good. And for somebody to sit there and say, ah, this is the movie got to make, I ain't buying it under any circumstance. Now, you're not going to hear me say this on ESPN. I want to work. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to say this anywhere else. I'm saying it here for you guys. But, uh, and nobody's going to say anything. This is our show. But you are going to have trouble convincing me that that was not done by Adam Silver. And they can deny it. Silver can deny it if he ever gets wind of what we said here or if he gets the word and ESPN can deny it. Has to be. And that is a awful, awful decision. Awful. ESPN does not make awful decisions with their broadcasters. Breen's good. McDonough's good. Buck's great. They don't make bad decisions with this. Aikman, great. Ray Ferrara, very good on ES. They don't make bad. They don't make bad calls. They do. I mean, uh, you know, David Cohn, Perez, Ravitch is a great company. They don't make bad calls. Schumann, all those years. They 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 know what they're doing. This was an atrocious call. The guy who made it resides in Manhattan. 
Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.